About 800,000 Americans have a heart attack each year. Most people survive it, but then the question becomes, what happens next? Is a big, scary operation in order, or is there another option? Let's ask Dr. Eric Sandwith, cardiothoracic surgeon at Northwest Florida Heart Institute. This is Helmet of Health, the podcast from Northwest Florida Heart Institute. I'm Adam Ragusea. So, Dr. Sandwith, let's just say that a person has had a heart attack. What then? Well, Adam, the first thing that a, a person does when they find out that they've had a heart attack, um, certainly they're afraid that they've had a heart attack, and most people aren't really sure. So there's a lot of fear involved that keeps things very fluid for the patient. And uh, ultimately, the best first step is to call 911. When a patient is having chest pain, they're able to get to the emergency room and among all the other things that they do in the emergency room is they provide some stability to the patient and some concrete answers as to why they're having chest pain. Once that's recognized or identified as a heart, what we call a heart attack, which is actually many different things, then a certain protocol in order to relieve the pain is started with nitroglycerin and oxygen and morphine and things of that nature acutely just to try to stop the event from in its tracks. And from that point forward, it's all about defining exactly why did the person have that heart attack. And the, uh, the reasons why can be many, but really the most important part is a left heart catheterization as soon as possible to identify how extensive the pathology is. The simple answer to your question is, if you have a heart attack, does, does it lead to heart surgery? And an answer to that question is no. The things that lead to heart surgery are the definitive anatomy of the blood vessels on the patient's heart. Now, if a person has extensive heart disease, then and lots of blockages in different blood vessels of the heart, then it can lead to surgery. But most of the time, it's either treated with medicine or with a, a stent by the cardiologist. And that stent is something that a cardiologist can just put in through a, a relatively minor procedure, right? They don't, have to, they don't have to cut open your chest. They just go in with a little device through uh, an artery in your arm or, or your leg, right? Yes. Uh, it is a fairly, very well uh, documented procedure that is extremely effective in most all the situations where they undertake stenting, and it's um, relatively safe. Um, it has decreased the mortality from heart disease uh, profoundly. And that is the procedure that would replace the old-style triple bypass type surgeries that you would hear about people having after they had a heart attack? Yes, it does. And it does in people who it is the best treatment for. Now, those people, again, it's based on the anatomy and how many blocked blood vessels there, there are. Common re reference would say that there's three main blood vessels to the heart muscle. And if all three vessels are involved, or if two vessels in a diabetic patient are involved, then surgery becomes in the, in the patient's best interest. Um, because the, st the studies over the last 30 years have shown us that without question, um, surgery provides a longer life and a better quality of life than uh, stenting intervention. So of the people who've had heart attacks, for what percentage of them would that kind of more serious surgery be the, the best option? 
probably only around 20 to 25 percent. It's not a majority. It's really important also because my experience has been that people don't understand heart disease, and that's one of the reasons why it's the number one killer. The diseases in the blood vessels that bring the oxygen carrying red blood cells to the muscle. But the manifestation of the disease, as we're saying right now, a heart attack, that's when the impact of the disease is being manifested in the muscle itself. And when that happens, that's the problem because the function of that heart muscle is the thing that keeps you alive. The disease itself that we have to treat is in the blood vessels, but the manifestation is the heart attack and the loss of heart muscle. All right, so it sounds like the takeaway for folks is if they've had a heart attack, relax. The most likely next step is going to be a minor stenting procedure, not a big open heart surgery. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's the, the majority of people are able to be treated in that fashion. I think that perception is such an important part of this disease, too, is that um, people are quite overwhelmed when we talk about major, major heart surgeries and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, it's a an extremely well-proven and very successful operation that um, people come out of in a much better physical condition than they went in. So the thing to remember is that the major part about it is how much it'll help you. If you need it, you need it. And if you don't, then you have options that are much easier to obtain. All right, Doc, thanks so much. That's Dr. Eric Sand with Cardiothoracic Surgeon at Northwest Florida Heart Institute. Thank you for listening to Helmet of Health. Go to nflheartinstitute.com to get connected with Dr. Sandwith or another provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please be sure to share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the other podcasts in the library. <laughs>